0: Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and today I'm here with the 81st episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And before we get started with today's episode, where I'm going to be discussing getting perhaps a little bit too aggressive in a shorthanded turbo event, I wanted to tell you about my webinar series for Excelling at No Limit Hold'em. With Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, it was a book I made with 18 other professional poker players and mindset experts. And... I'm going to be doing a webinar with each author over the course of the next year and a half. I've already done a few of them, but each month we will be doing a free one-hour webinar. So be sure to sign up for these free webinars at holdenbook.com slash live. In the most recent webinar, we had 1,200 people. So these are people who are all studying and working hard to get good at poker and... If you're not doing that, you are missing out. Also, check out all the free bonuses we have at HoldenBook.com. If you search around the site, you can find all sorts of free stuff. So check it out. I am really excited about doing the webinars, and I am happy to be able to bring those to you. So today we are reviewing a hand from a shorthanded 5,000 euro turbo event. Um, In the previous episode, we... Four bet or five bet with king three suited. That didn't work out. <laughs> Here we have queen nine suited and decide to call versus a tight aggressive player's raise from the small blind. This is a bit optimistic. We are 40,000 chips deep at 150, 300. Our opponent made it 750, so we have to put in 600 more. Um, whenever you're playing incredibly deep stacked hands like suited connectors, go way up in value. And I recognize that this is not exactly a suited connector, Queen Nine suited, but it is close. So I definitely do not mind calling in this scenario and seeing what happens. I think we could also three bet, but given I've already three bet and four bet, or three bet and then five bet and had to fold, I don't think I really want to do that. I've already shown my opponents we are capable. So. I like calling in the spot and seeing a flop. You could also just fold. I think folding is perfectly fine as well, especially if you don't think the tight, aggressive razor will pay you off blindly. So I do call. And then a Russian guy, maybe 45 or 50 years old calls in the big blind flop comes. Jack of hearts, 10 of hearts, four of diamonds, giving me an open ended straight draw. No clubs though. Tight, aggressive guy bets 1500 into the 2,500 pot. And I like to call in this spot. I mean, it's a pretty rough situation. If I check raise and my opponent calls, I'm usually very unhappy, and I'm uh, pretty much obligated to barrel a lot of turns, especially ones that make the board any scarier, like any overcard or any any heart. So that's not really what I want to happen, especially given my opponents may already think that I'm crazy. And if I call, there's no real guarantee I'm going to get paid off if I do improve to the straight, so I don't really love this scenario. I, th- I think I'm stuck with two pretty bad options, either call or raise. And um, given I've already failed at being aggressive early in this tournament, I decided to call. I- I'm not in love with this hand, though. I think I- that none of my options are great. To my surprise, the Russian guy makes it 4,500. So, 3,000 on top. Uh, initial raise in continuation better folds, and then it's back on me. And now I have to put in 3,000 to try to win a pretty significant pot. So, I like calling here. It seems like a great spot where I'm going to get paid if I hit a lot of the time. So pot is now 13,000 going to the turn. I have 34,000 or 35,000 left in my stack. Um, turn is a nine of hearts, giving me a pair, but also putting a three flush on board. I think my plan here is to actually just check fold. This card should be very good for my opponent if he had a draw. And if it goes check, check. Uh, I can generally assume that my opponent has some sort of strong value hand, like a flopped set or something like that, or flopped two pair. So I'm not in love with this scenario. I'm just check folding at this point. So I check turn, and my opponent... What does he do? He checks behind. Okay. So that makes me think he probably has the strong value type hands, like jack 10, um, pocket jacks, pocket 10s, pocket 4s. Maybe a hand like ace jack maybe hand like king jack that is sort of overplayed. So the river brings the six of hearts, putting a four flush on board. And now I have to ask myself, if I bet in this spot, will my opponent call with the two pairs and the sets? And this is a very player dependent scenario. Uh, I think it does depend a lot on what he thinks about me. And also just generally, if he views a non flush hand here is a quote unquote good. But if you take a look at this, the only hearts that are going to, a a pretty easy calling spot if I bet are going to be the Ace, King, and Queen of Hearts. Um, Jack, Ten, and Nine are on the board, so then my opponent's going to be stuck calling like an Eight of Hearts, which is almost certainly not in his range, given he raised the flop. Um, Maybe he had a hand like Eight, Seven of Hearts and decided to raise flop. That would make some sense, but you think he would just go ahead and bet that on the turn for value, hoping that I have something they can pay him. So, I think I'm really only concerned with a hand like Ace of Hearts, Jack of X, and King of Hearts, Jack of X. Every other hand should not realistically be in my opponent's range. So given that I'm only concerned with those two cards, I think this is a pretty easy spot to bluff. And you're going to find that in general, whenever the board runs out of four flush, you have to be pretty happy to bluff, especially if you have no showdown value. And in this spot, even though I do have middle pair, you have to recognize queen nine on jack ten nine six four with four hearts is not a good hand. We have realistically no showdown value here. So I think this is a pretty good spot to bluff. So now I have to ask myself, how much should I bet? Well, if my opponent has an ace or a king of hearts, he's never going to fold, no matter what I do. So I'm not trying to make those hands fold. I'm trying to make hands like a set and maybe like a random jack of diamonds eight of hearts fold although again i think that's pretty impossible to have for my opponent to have so really i'm asking how much do i need to bet to make the sets and the two pairs and the um ace jack without the heart fold and i don't think i need to bet too large i think if i bet something like half pot that will get the job done i could maybe size it even a touch larger if i feel like it um i like to bet 5500 into the 13,000 chip pot which is a bit less than half pot and i think this is fine it looks like i'm trying to get called and Again, when you're playing against good-thinking opponents... And um, I did preface this by saying my opponent was a 50-year-old Russian guy, but you have to recognize everyone who is playing 5000 euros buy buy-in turbo events uh, tend to be reasonably good players. They're all competent in thinking. A lot of people will look at this bet and think, well, my opponent's clearly trying to get called. I have to fold. And uh, so for that reason, I I like this bet size in this scenario. I think it's great. Also, notice it saves money when my opponent does have the ace or the king, and he just never folds. And... Let's see if he folded this time. Remember last time the overly aggressive play didn't work out, but this time it does. My opponent folds, and we scoop up up a nice pot to get back to pretty much our starting stack. So um, two aggressive plays, both of which worked out. And in the next episode of Weekly Poker Hand, we will be taking a look at one more hand where this situation was reversed. So again, be sure if you have not signed up for the free webinar series I am running, um, sign up. I, I think that it is... An, an excellent way to learn in an interactive environment. You get to ask me your questions in real time. We answer them. And I'm excited to be able and, and to be in, the op, be in the situation to produce these educational webinars for you. So be sure to sign up at HoldenBook.com slash live. Thank you very much for watching this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And I will talk to you next week.